It's the list. And you girl. At Fightful.com. With Denise Salcedo. And Sean Rossap. They're on fire. Boom shakalaka. 200 strong. What's up, you guys? It is May 25th, 2022. This is The List and your girl. We got Denise Salcedo here filling in for Jimmy Van. Denise, how are you doing? Boo. I was going to start booing me on this on my on this podcast, you know? I just thought it'd be fun. Like we need to have like sound effects, Sean. Can you please add Man. some sound effects? By I, the way, I'm not doing all that. My god. I saw the intro, right? I forgot that that was the intro like when, when you edit it when I'm on the show, and I love how your picture is like so nice and professional. You're yeah. smiling, and I'm there looking like a melted grinch. I appreciate well. it. I mean, that happens. Uh, we're, we got AEW double or nothing this weekend. When do you head to Vegas? I leave to Vegas on Friday. I'm flying out to Vegas and then driving back because uh, I don't want to take two cars with me or anything like that. So flying and returning back on uh, Sunday night. So I'll be back by Monday morning, way before Monday morning. We got plenty to talk about. It's kind of a calm wrestling week, but we're going to shoot the stuff. Uh, leave a thumbs up on this video. Donate a super chat or a humper chat to get your question or statement read right on the air. You can get those in at humperchats.com. You can also go ahead and get them in ahead of time at humperchats.com uh, to get your question or statement read right on the post AEW show tonight. I am here for the first time in over a year on the AEW post show. Slacking, uh, Sean. Slacking. No, You're absolutely, slacker. <laughs> absolutely not. I am so happy to not be making that flight to Las Vegas. I, Man. It was like, Go ahead. Sorry. I, you know, this is going to be sad. I like you going out to the pay-per-views. It's the one time I actually get to see you in real life and flesh and blood. Yeah, I, I don't like that flight to Vegas. It is a long flight. Um, and How long for you? Probably like three, four hours, probably. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't You're like that. You're kidding me right now, right? You're kidding me? I'm looking at this press release I just got about Warrior Wrestling. I'll go You're ahead and read spoiled. it. Up. Go for I'll it. I'll go ahead and read it on the air. Uh, Lance Archer is in for uh, Will Osprey. He is uh, suffering from a kidney infection that left him hospitalized. Uh, some mystery stars will fill in for him. I'm going to tweet that really quickly, but that, that's always a bummer to hear. But what are you looking most forward to for your trip this weekend? Oof. Okay. I think what I'm most looking forward to is I have a great time in Las Vegas. There's just so much happening, so much to do. So I'm looking forward to like the city aspect of it, even though I've been to Vegas like a million times, but for the actual pay-per-view, it, you know, I know we, we've gone to a lot of shows now ever since the pandemic, you know, things have been opening up. We know that already, but it's still, I think this is the First, no, this is the second wrestling event that I'm attending in Las Vegas since we started to uh, get the ball rolling once again. And uh, it's still something that I feel like I look forward to because we didn't have it for such a long time. SummerSlam's the the last one, in case you're wondering. Was it SummerSlam? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was, I was trying to think of it because I've been to Vegas two or three times at this point. And in my head, I was, like, I was like, oh, well, Double or Nothing's always in Vegas. No, this will only be the second one because of the pandemic. Oh. I was at the first one too. I didn't, yeah. you were there too, but we didn't know each other yeah. yet. Yeah. I didn't Man, even get wild. pressed that day. They were like, no, Denise, sorry. We have no more space. Wait, I think I might've gotten a free ticket, but why? I wasn't allowed to, I don't remember what happened that day, but I why know did I was you just, there. Why did you just make Mandy sound like uh, Anna from inventing Anna? No, sorry. You are no, broke sorry. ass. You're a broke ass. Go sit in broke ass section. They were like, do you have to take wire transfer? Yes. No, but uh, I didn't know you yet. And um, I was there though. But that was fun. It was a good time. Well, I'm I'm excited to not be there, honestly. Like I, a part of me feels like I'm missing out, but a little inside baseball. Uh, we're not allowed to stream or record the scrums right now. So there's not a lot of reason for me to be there. But even then... Will and the Grapsity guys get approved. And to me, it's like, okay, well, I don't have to pay for a flight. I don't have to pay for a hotel. I don't have to deal with Vegas in the middle of a holiday weekend, which is very, very expensive on top of that. I wish they wouldn't do these holiday weekends as much. I can be on the post show. Those shows do more super chats when, when I'm hosting them. Uh, I can read the sponsor. Damn. Read. Okay. I mean, they do. They Damn. Do. Savage. Listen. 
Listen, damn, to bro. <laughs> that was that was some, <laughs> that's some ego right there. Hey, they do more when you're on them too. I'm just saying. But oh. <laughs> but, but yeah, they're not right now. They're not right now. I ain't nobody paying us money to just shoot the shit. Well, you know what? I am going to maybe people will feel sorry for me because you mentioned that change yeah. in the media protocol. I'm flying my butt out to freaking Las Vegas. I paid for a flight. I played for hotels. Uh, and like you said, it's not cheap. And you know what? Yeah. I'm not recording anything, which means I'm not posting anything up on YouTube, which means Denise Salcedo is losing money on this trip. And, and it depresses me a little bit and I'm she's, gonna lie. she's smiling about it but legitimately when i heard that i thought that sucks for denise because you oh, were the one who yeah benefits. i was super you, depressed you about it i still am and i you know i still am depressed about it i think it sucks for creators especially when you're flying yourself out there and i do wish that they would you know alter this decision especially if they want you know stuff to get out there at the end of the day AEW is going to make money putting out their videos. They got a million subscribers. All right. I got 58,000. They're good. They're fine. Yeah. And I mean, I know it seems like the media people are whining. I mean, otherwise, this is complete cost for media people to go out there. I had somebody say, oh, you're just looking to make money off of et cetera. And I'm like, there's a you're if you're lucky, one or two people make money off of these shows. Denise is not lucky. Denise goes to her hotel room, edits these videos and posts them. And we kind of got that information that, Hey, you're not allowed to, um, live stream or record. I even, I even reached out to Tony directly and I was like, Hey, what's up? And he didn't know about it, but he's like, well, we're probably trying to monetize it ourselves. And I was like, yeah, but I mean, if in, in no sport that I've ever covered, has that been the thing? And there was even a situation where, they had to ask for your video footage in the past because they didn't get it recorded. So I, I look at that and I'm like, okay, well, that's a bummer. Uh, we're going to have live coverage of the scrums on our post show. I'll be having somebody feed me the info because they still will stream on uh, AEW's YouTube. And hey, their business, they're more than, more than uh, within their rights to do that. It's just as a media guy, like I can cover the event at home. I can do the post show and not fly out there, not spend a bunch of money, not spend the holiday weekend money, pay the upscaled uh, hotel prices. And then our post shows were going to make more money as well. Just made more my, sense to me. My flight, Sean, to Forbidden Door. Oh. It's close to $800. Oh, no. I'm not going to see those $800 back. Do you need to vlog? If I were you, I would hit My up- vlog's not going to make $800. It's going to make not. 20 if I'm lucky. $20 if I'm lucky. If I were you, I would hit up some sponsors about sponsoring your videos as well. Um, I would contact it, anybody outside of a i mean i would be interviewing gcw people if i were you oh too. Like, i reached out i'm yeah. working on it i'm working on it yeah, I'm, because- I'm trying to find other ways i'm gonna go gamble and try to get my money back uh-huh. <laughs> so if you see me developing a gambling problem this weekend in las vegas you're gonna know why you can hit up our friends at nordvpn.com slash fightful or bluechew.com and the code fightful they sponsored this show maybe denise can get a sponsor as well but a little inside baseball guys because a lot of y'all don't even know what we're talking about when AEW started i i would say they were more media accessible but as any company grows they are going to isolate it more they got new pr people all the time and you know they want to focus a lot of their concentration on mainstream or at least what they perceive to be mainstream because I think the misconception of a lot of wrestling PR people is like, oh, well, we'll get it picked up by this mainstream outlet and then it'll get aggregated. That used to be the case. It used to be the case like five or six years ago where you would aggregate any like little NBC affiliate or something. Well, the reality is most of those places don't get good information. Like you have occasional people like when Chris Van Vliet was with an affiliate he would get good information because he knew what he was doing there. However, um, a lot of the mainstream outlets end up aggregating actual wrestling uh, outlets and stuff like that. So, uh, so long that, story short, if you're a wrestling outlet, you tend to get screwed a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Bridget says, love for Denise. We'll, we'll pay Denise you, time and a half for conjuring up this uh, this super chat for us. But Chris says, I always love Denise's scrum videos. So this makes me sad. Well, I hope they change it. 
because I think it's a short-sighted move. I know they want more of the views on their own YouTube, and that's understandable, but there's there's no incentive for anybody but local media to go to those unless they start offering up additional junkets or scrums. WDB is very good with this. WDB will hit you up and say, hey, are you coming to Vegas? Are you coming to Nashville? Because we're probably doing media there. Media for WWE, as you guys see, Denise gets like 10 interviews. I get months worth of content because I slow release it and never ask anything timely. Uh, so I've got interviews from Mania Weekend that have not been released yet. Um, you but- still haven't released interviews from Mania oh. Weekend? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And, and listen, they'll still do numbers, Denise. They'll still Jesus. do numbers oh i can't we have two different mentalities when it comes to this i've got an interview with rj city from orlando that's dropping tomorrow stop it to be fair i lost my camera so okay yeah but you were still already doing this prior but yeah Yeah, no i I do agree with you i think wb is very good when it comes to uh pr and like i even got the text that hey denise are you gonna be here for SummerSlam? and i was like oh man i'm getting married they're like damn they're like you're not gonna be here and i'm like nah i'm sorry so yeah I, i felt i felt nice you know but no i'm looking forward to double or nothing I, At I the think, end of the day, I'm going to have a good time. Just going to, things are going to be changing in the future, though, for me in terms of whether or not I fly out to these events because I yeah. can't be losing money. Like, I, this is my full time job. Um, this is a business for me, and I don't work full time for any company. So, uh, a lot of it has to do with how much effort and work I put in is how much of a reward, mo- monetary reward I'm going to get back. And it is true that a lot of people kind of got used to going to my channel for these media scrums because I was posting them up fast. I, you know, you know, Sean, yeah. I take my camera, I take my tripod, I try to bring out the best quality footage that I can at my expense. I was about to buy a $4,000 camera, Sean. Really Just good, to, yeah. I was going to buy the a more expensive camera so that it could be worth it. I almost did. And thankfully, I didn't. Thankfully, I couldn't yeah. afford it like two weeks ago, so I didn't. <laughs> so, I mean, like what what used to happen was Starcast was associated with AEW. So you could go there. I got like 15, 20 interviews on the floor there. And as I've developed a relationship with the amazing people at Starcast, that's become more prevalent. So I'm looking at this Nashville trip. And I'm like, oh damn, that. That's really close to me. I got very fortunate this year. The irony of me moving 10 minutes from an airport is all the wrestling events that I'm planning on going to are local now. Like there's an event in Louisville. I went to Newport, Kentucky for Impact Wrestling. There's Nashville in driving distance. There's a lot of stuff within driving distance now. (laughs) This whole time I thought it was Louisville. (laughs) 
No, it's it's Louisville. Louisville. You can call it Louisville. 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 It's not Louis. It's not Louis. <laughs> no, it's not Louisville for sure. Not. But um, yeah. Um, that's somebody says four thousand. What or JJ says? What does that do for four grand? Technology is so damn expensive. I'll tell you what's funny, Denise. I uh, my camera is like I think a twelve hundred dollar camera. It's a four K Sony Handycam from Best Buy. A lot of times what you'll run into with some DSLR cameras is the auto shut off after like 15 minutes or whatever. So minus, th- minus 29 minutes. Yeah. So, and they have to do that. I think there's some reason they have to do that. And I, there was somebody, you posted a picture of me interviewing like Braun Breaker. And people <laughs> were got- like, look at that unprofessional camera. And I was like, if you go walk around that room, you're going to see people from mainstream outlets with cell, with phones. cell phones and selfie sticks. And cell phones and selfie sticks. And you know what? Whatever gets the content. I don't give a damn. Whatever gets them the content. I'm a little bit more bougie. I'm a little bit more bougie. <laughs> I, I judge a little bit. I, I judge a little bit. <laughs> uh, I don't. I'm, I just. I do. <laughs> uh, Joel mentions that it stops the battery from overheating or exploding. That's overrated. That's overrated. Uh, but Nicholas says, I'll give you guys some money. I love both your work. Have you seen uh, much of bat- uh, Best of the Super Juniors, Ace Austin and Alexander getting over in Japan? <laughs> So I had a conversation with Alex Zane. I was actually on the same flight as him heading from Lexington to Dallas. And I walk up and I see him right there. And I'm like, oh, damn. And uh, later on, he's like, got something to talk to you about eventually, but I can't tell you yet. It was best of the super juniors. And when I talked to him about it, he was like, man, I went to Japan one time for like a, a smaller promotion. He was like, and it was unreal when i got there like people knew who i was and i was shocked by it now he's on the big stage at best of the super juniors ace austin is a tv star denise that guy gets it he is special alex zane is very good and he didn't quite get his flowers in wdb but i think desperado has been killing it over there too i think he's having the best run of the tournament um i don't know how much of this you've been able to watch i I haven't been able to watch very much of it but i mean you look at a guy like ace austin and alex zane heading to japan that's that's great news for everybody, I think. Yeah, I mean, Alex Zane, I've gotten to see him a whole lot on GCW, which is how I'm familiar with him. And then, uh, obviously, Ace Austin on Impact Wrestling, so that's how I'm more so familiar with them. But based on, you know, what I've seen from them, I'm not surprised whatsoever hearing you say this. I think Ace Austin already should have been uh, Impact World Champion, much less, like, eventually will be. I think he is one of the most incredible talents in pro wrestling today. He's one of my favorite people to watch. He is a joy. Alex Zane, I mean, he's from the same place I am, so I got a soft spot for him. We collect the same action figures, Denise. Oh, God. We do. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm just getting used to, like, this whole action figure stuff. I get it. It's big. It's popular. Yeah. Trading cards, I still don't get it. I I buy those just to do the unboxing videos on select and like, I'm willing to sell literally everything. I'm going to do one, Sean, and it's going to be better than yours because I'm going to go over to that one place that, uh, Frankincense. They, if you walked in there, Sean, I think you'd pass out. I think you would pass out seeing how much, uh, wrestling (laughs) stuff there is and how many action figures there is. And there's like this one section. Cause there's this section where like you get the pricey stuff. Right. But then there's this other section where they have them like out of the, like the, like like the boxes kind of, yeah. or they have a couple out of the boxes and they're like so cheap and they're like in a bag. You could just grab them and, you know, pay for them obviously, but I'm going to do one. So when I moved to this city, I mean, I'm, I'm not hesitant to tell people where I live now. I live in Lexington, Kentucky. It's not small enough for weirdos to find me now. But um, one day it was like a Saturday or something. I was like, I kind of just want to go buy some cards. And I was like, surely there's got to be a baseball card shop in town. There were like five. I was shocked. I'm like, oh my God, I live in a city now. In LA, there's probably a hundred. And during the pandemic, they it exploded again. I had somebody that kept telling me, invest in cards, invest in cards. And I was like, I don't know. I was like, you might as well be telling me to invest in cryptocurrency. I don't know if I believe it. They were right. They were absolutely right. Cards have blown up. Uh, my friend Cassidy Haynes is always telling me about these pulls that people have. Uh, uh, so we do figure hall card hall every week on fightful select hope you guys love it are you gonna be getting nfts now too sean (laughs) i don't know anything about them so i'm not signing up for that 
my girl Destiny FOMO kept telling me, do NFTs, do NFTs. And I'm like, I'm not doing it, Destiny. I mean, she's- Is she making she, money from NFTs? I, I don't know. Like, I haven't talked to her that much about it, but I mean, she's a very, very smart, savvy girl. Like, yeah. she's brilliant. And I feel like she's usually ahead of the curve on shit like that, but I just don't think it's for me. And uh, I haven't learned enough about it. You should sell an NFT. I'd buy a Sean Ross Sapp NFT. <laughs> I would maybe do one of, of our GCW spot. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't get it though. Like, what? I still don't get it. Doesn't like it's. I'm not. It's not. It's not registering in my brain. We Sorry. got Matt Reichel saying I'm watching Double or Nothing from home because of personal reasons. Looking forward to watching the show with family. Be safe, Hollywood Salcedo. I get to like have my friends over. Like, it's so weird. Like, I'm I get jealous. To- I'm a little jealous, man. I wanted to do like a watch along since I had a bomb ass time doing yeah. it last time. Like I'm, I'm still going to be doing some work and stuff, but like my wife gets to watch it with me. Uh, my best friends, like Corey and Cher Delaware's driving in to, to watch it with me. I think, uh, thanks for the invite, Sean. You're, you're welcome to come over Denise. If you want to cancel your flight, you can fly here and we'll do the post-show live fly instead of Las Vegas to Kentucky. Yeah. Lexington. <laughs> yeah. We'll do that. But yeah, I got, the, some of the toy vomit friendos coming over as well. Like I'm, I'm excited to do this. They, I, I was tempted in the future to be like, sorry, all y'all got to piss off. I'm going to watch it at a movie theater. Cause they do that out here. Like they have it at a movie theater. And the thing that made me interested in that Denise was when we were at double or nothing last year and we watched stadium stampede, like on the screens. Yeah. That was a lot of fun to be in an environment with a bunch of wrestling fans, even watching screens. Although that was a bit of a different, yeah, you shamed me that day, though. You shamed me and my nachos, and that's when you started the whole Denise took a big fat shit yeah, thing. Yeah, well, you did. You did. And so. now after that, I'm traumatized, so I don't have as fond memories as you do. By the Listen, way, Sean, I thought I hurt your feelings the other day, and I felt really bad about it. I yeah. haven't even told you about it. So the other day, when I, I DM'd you, and I was like, I told you like how my rent went up, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to have to move to Kentucky. And I put ha, 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 ha in big caps, and you never responded. And I was like, damn, I think I hurt Sean's feelings. No, no the low cost of living here is a major reason why I was able to get as far in my career as I was able to, because – honestly because I, I felt like i was making fun of you and that's not what i meant to no. do but it came across that way and oh, so no. i felt really bad about it and i was like should i say something to sean should i apologize and then i made fun of you for it again on the air and i was like oh well ship sailed i made fun of him like three no, times no, after no. that i fully think you should move to somewhere besides la considering no it, <laughs> it can't happen i've decided it i'm would- staying here forever it would be cheaper for you to live in like Reno, Nevada. And then if you have media opportunities in LA, just fly there at this point. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't. No, no, no. I've gone to other places and I'm like, I want to go back home. So to me, like I came from a two road town, middle of nowhere, no stoplights, anything. So when I go to places like Dallas, I'm like, this traffic sucks. But my city, Lexington, that, that I'm in now, it's built really well. It's built like very, they, they were very wise about the growth of it to where there are outside neighborhoods that will become part of that metropolis. So you've never been uh, to LA though, right? Have you? I've never been to LA and I've heard that the traffic there is insane. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's great. Uh, but here's uh, the thing. It's worth it. You need to come. This is the thing. I want to have you go and try like street hot dogs. Like, would you try a street hot dog? Oh, I've, I've tried street hot dogs in New York but and I'm and talking Toronto about like the ones good. here, though. It's like a little yeah. different, you know? Oh, I know oh, it's a lot different. So I mean, big cities compared to here. I ate from a food truck on Cinco but de Mayo. I want to take you to the scary parts of LA, though, just to get your reaction. I mean, we got scary parts of Kentucky and scary parts of LA aren't that much different. Like, no, got, uh, no, I, I think they are. I think they, well, okay, never mind. I get what you yeah. mean by that. Never mind. I get what you mean. No, I want to yeah. take you to some of those like spooky places, not spooky, but like where you're like, oh, am I going to survive here? <laughs> What's happening? I just want to see your yeah. reaction to some of this stuff. It's going to be great. Well, if your boner hasn't been surviving, check out bluechew.com and use the code. Fightful. Whether you're in LA or Kentucky, Blue Chew has what's right for you. It's got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work, but they work on your schedule. Whenever you want to get that strong erection, Blue Chew makes it possible. It's prescribed online. It ships straight to your door when approved by one of their online physicians. 
And how about this? It arrives in a discreet package. Free shipping. When you use that code FIFL, you're, you're free, free first order. Rather you pay $5 for the shipping. I'm sorry. $5 shipping. Got to pay that mailman. It's important to pay our mailmen because they're keeping the secret. And you may say, Sean, wait, wait, wait. How are they keeping the secret that I'm ordering Blue Chew if it arrives in a discreet package? Well, I mean, that mailman delivers to everybody. So when you slang that thing to, uh, I don't know, old Diane up the street, she's going to be gabbing about it on the phone with her friends and saying, hey, old boy gave me that thang thang and he used Blue Chew and it was amazing. Mailman's going to hear about it, going to tell everybody in the neighborhood, or maybe the mailman's going to try to break a little piece off himself or herself. You know, I don't know. Bluechew.com. Use the code FIGHTFUL. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Let me find the right podcast frame. There we go. I feel, I, I don't I get to do those where you reads. get this this inspiration from like poor you're just blasting out poor Diane down the street. Yeah, yeah. Um so I don't do these reads. I was gonna I say do- is Diane a real person? <laughs> now I'm curious, does Diane live I mean, down the street? If you listen to Twitter, you would absolutely think that I had some thang thing going to somebody named Diane or some stranger, but you know. Van Twinblade says Denise looks very goth today. Oh. Yeah, it's my new thing. It's your new thing. It's, it's, I love I'm going it. Through a phase. I love it when people announce their new thing. They it's go, my, my thing. thing is, uh, Chris says, I've been watching Double or Dynamite with my dad. So this will be the first pay per view we watched together. I've watched the last couple at the movie theaters. Chris, how was it at the movie theater? If any of you have watched at a movie theater, please let us know how it is because I'm very, very interested. It's great. Because you spend less the price and you get yeah. to buy food and it's a good time. My fiance yeah. watches them all the time. He took his nephew last time when I was oh, at Revolution. Awesome. They He's gone like two or three times now to the theaters to go watch it. And he spends like less on food and the ticket. He spends less than what you would pay for the actual pay-per-view on pay-per-view. And I imagine the environment's pretty good. Too. Yeah, like he, he, like he, it doesn't get super packed. Keep in mind, they have a lot of options here for theaters, but it's a nice yeah. time. Like people go, and it, it's just like hanging out. Although they did have to get a refund last time, though, Sean, because that's what they did at Revolution. Uh, they freaking cut off the show right before the finish of the main event, and so they ended up giving everybody a refund oh, because no. they literally, I don't know, I guess they didn't know or something, and they they just like shut down. They shut down the 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 like the screen. Damn. Well, we got yeah. Taylor saying, hey, y'all just wanted to shout out Deadlock's recent show, DPW Fire, which um, fe- featured Takeshita, who is absolutely money. He is money, and I hear a lot of great things about Deadlock. I mean, I know they've got some incredible momentum, and they seem like good people, too. I don't I don't really know m- many of the people involved in that, but, I mean, I see a lot of crossover in our audience and their audience. So uh, more power to them. I hope the, the more successful anything like that gets, the more successful everything gets. Van Twinblade says, talk about the biggest news. Shaza being mean to you with my whiteboard completely unprovoked. I'm going to see her this weekend. We're hanging out. Just so I think that she thought that I was going to, I think that she thought I was going to be in Vegas, but unfortunately I'm not, but uh, I I hope she comes back soon. It's she's going to find a new friend in me. I doubt it. I'm going to steal your friend. Thank you for this uh, super chat, Persephone. You're going to steal my friend. I bet you will. I'm going to go around and just steal all your friends. I've already stolen a few of them. Yeah. Chris Rain says, I always love Denise's scrum videos, so this makes me sad. Makes me sad, too. It makes me me most sad. (laughs) Yeah, I would imagine so. Denise does really well on those, and Denise earns that. It's not a matter of, like, luck or anything like that. No. So we go, I would go, and I would live stream them. And the reason why I would live stream them is because I want the people who are conditioned to tune in immediately after a show because that's what we do. We live stream a lot of things. So the incentive wasn't as much there for me to film it, edit it, get it up quickly like that because I want those people that are like, I got to watch this now. I got to watch it as it happens because that's what we do with the majority of our content. But you do a lot of filmed content, edited content. So, I mean, it worked really well for you and I hate that and I hope they change it. I really do. A shock says Queen Stooge number three, Denise. Well, I'm I don't get it. What's a Queen Stooge number okay, three, Denise? So 
I had never spoken to Chelsea Green before a lot of people accused her of being like my source. So I dropped her a message one time and I was like, hey, why do all these people think that like you're my source? Because we had never spoken. And she's like, I don't know, but I get that a lot. And then when she got released, she made sure I was her first interview because she don't give a fuck. She does not care. She does not care what you think. So she was kind of feeding into that. So. So Chris Queen Stooge number two. Deanna, because they're best friends. (laughs) They're best friends. But listen, we've already got a Queen Stooge number three. Who is it? And this was fitting. Let me see. And look at the shirt she's wearing. She's wearing a Three Stooges shirt. Oh, my God. The wrestling (laughs) Illuminati is right here. Wrestling Illuminati? I I mean, yeah, that that was always funny. I give you no scoops, though. The only scoops I gave you were Tostitos. Remember that one time? Come on, Sean. It was like one of my greatest tweets ever. I played a prank on you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah, I know it was. But yeah, that was that was always fun. But yeah, you you, you got to be Queen Stooge number four, maybe. No, because I give you no scoops. You did tell me that. Wow. No, I know. Told you, you nothing. I mean, yeah, I know. Told you nothing. Oh God. <laughs> I told you nothing. I never said nothing about nothing about nothing. I mean, you said it on the air. What did I say? You said that Wow contacted you and asked you to do. Oh, that's different. NDA. That's on the air. I didn't go like, sure. pss, 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 you know, on your freaking DMs and tell you that anything. You should. You should. Chris Rain says. I tell you. I don't know. Find some shit. And then Chris, what? Get zero credit for it when I could just find some shit out and tweet it out myself and get some credit for it. I mean, what would I give it to you to put on Fightful Select and then I'd pay you for it. Uh, Chris Rain says, have either of you gotten to watch AEW Gaunt- or AIW Gauntlet for the Gold? It was one of the best shows I've seen this year. I unfortunately don't get to watch a lot of indie wrestling because there's so much cable TV wrestling. But um, holy crap, that was uh, there were so many good things that emerged from AIW, including Britt returning. And uh, AIW has a very good podcast, too. John Thorne, he promoted that show on The Spotlight, which airs Thursdays. Jeremy Lambert was at that show. So, uh, yeah, we we got plenty of stuff emerging from that. But it made me happy to see Britt Baker doing that. I know that that was a very important thing for her to do because AIW was important to her. Nick Stasiak says, have you been able to confirm if Ronda, Sasha was the plan? Rhonda said on her stream Sunday that she was never told of that match and seeing online rumors was the first she heard of it. Uh, No, I've not been able to confirm that whatsoever. I've never had anybody tell me that Sasha Banks and Rhonda Rousey was supposed to be the plan. That's why I held off on reporting that. Uh, I get the feeling that if there are maybe three or four people in WWE that happen to know their plans uh, before anybody else do, do, that would be like Roman Reigns, Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey would be be among them. She's going to know what she's doing ahead of time. We got Chris Rain saying, at the end of the day, who do you think is more likely to turn up in AEW, Cross and Scarlett or Gargano and LeRae? Well, let's talk about Gargano this Gargano and LeRae, I would say. Well, let's talk about this news story that I just broke, Denise, on FightfulSelect.com. Please subscribe. It would mean an awful lot if you guys would. But, um... Killer Cross was supposed to be the person that faced Wardlow earlier this month, Denise. It wasn't supposed to be the former big cast, W. Morrissey. It was going to be Killer Cross. Uh, This came after, if you remember, we were at ROH Supercard, and Tony was asked about Killer Cross and him being unbooked. Now, I want to clarify. My report was never that he was unbooked. It was that he had reached a tentative agreement to do that show with the previous ROH regime. And then there was no communication. So from what I heard, Killer Cross was the, the hope and the plan by AEW's part. And there just wasn't a lot of communication in the follow-up. So he wasn't quite sure what exactly he'd be doing. People in AEW tell me that the hang-up wasn't him losing or anything like that. But he very much didn't want to come into a new company and be presented like he was in WWE as opposed to NXT. And by that, from what I understand, he meant 
no special entrance, no scarlet, and losing. They wanted that presentation to be with Scarlet, with a bit of pomp and circumstance, maybe. And if he lost, fine, but at least he had something that looked more like NXT than WWE, where he's coming out, losing to Jeff Hardy in a few minutes, and then he goes away and womp. So uh, does this surprise you that they reached Wait, out so- to Killer? Go ahead. So what you're saying here is that him going to a, doing that spot for AW, he wanted to have something similar to what he was doing in NXT with the entrance and stuff. Did, did I get that correct? Correct. And Scarlet specifically from what I understand. Okay. And so then what essentially, what, why didn't it, why couldn't they do that? What happened? I just think they couldn't come to terms and they couldn't agree on that. Or maybe there wasn't a connection. Details are kind of few and far between on that right now. I'm, I'm going to try to reach out to them and ask them. But I mean, I did get a confirmation of, yeah, we, he was supposed to come in cross confirmed. He was supposed to come in, but I was told that the hangup was, um, not having Scarlet and it being just kind of like, eh, well, maybe there's a better spot. Cause I thought that, that Morrissey looked amazing in that match. He got a lot of offense in, but the difference is Morrissey is in the position right now, Denise, to where he kind of does have to prove he's playing ball still because of why he got fired in WWE, because of what happened outside of WWE with uh, you know his, his run-ins with Janela and then the, the fight backstage with Pat Buck and all that and those issues. He's been nothing but great, I hear, in Impact since then. I know that Gallows and Anderson were a big part of that. But him being willing to come in and put over a guy that less people know like Wardlow and, and do that on TV... To me, I think he needed that. And Cross didn't necessarily need to show that he would play ball because Cross showed that he could play ball. He showed it by losing to Keith Lee and Jeff Hardy on TV. How do you feel about this? Do you think that there's still do you think there's still a chance that Cross is gonna come into AEW just like yeah. in a different way? Yes, I do. Um, I think obviously Tony said publicly it would have been very easy for Tony to be like. I don't know if that's a good fit. We're not interested or something or just not address it. But not only that, but he did try to bring in cross for something. And from what I understand, like it wasn't like a burned bridge or anything. It was just couldn't come to terms on an agreement. And I think I I had heard somebody say that they, there was a pretty extended conversation. I just don't know how extended that conversation was. I don't know if it was like between cross and Christopher Daniels or cross and Tony Khan cross and one of the bucks or Kenny or somebody like that. But, um, I, I think that cross is better than a lot of people give him credit for, uh, watch the blood sport match with Davey boy Smith jr. Um, he can be very, very good in what he does. And it's very clear that he is dedicated to whatever role he's in. Like he showed up on the Chris Van Vliet show, Denise with a full head of hair and, Everybody just assumed that he was a balding dude. And he's like, no, it looked better for the role I was in. He's like, he's like, I was playing a role and having that looked better. So he's very clearly uh, focused and devoted. I thought he had good matches with Balor. I thought he had a good match with, with Johnny. I loved his match with Santos Escobar. He can work, especially with really good workers. How do you see him ever fitting in there? So here's my thing. When we did that whole um, Ring of Honor media scrub and, you know, the whole Karrion Cross thing was brought up and all of that, I assumed that there might have been some issue where, you know, bridges were burned. And that's what I thought legitimately was going down because, you know, you hear things and you read things on the Internet. So that was kind of my assumption. But then when you come out and you you were you just talked about this, uh, he was supposed to be the one to fill in for W that was supposed to take the W Morrissey spot. That's interesting to me too, because uh, it's weird. It's a little bit weird to me. Like why, what exactly I get the part of maybe it not being the best spot for him. I get that. Like from a creative standpoint, you want to think of cool ways in which you can bring somebody in, but it does feel a little bit like there's a, there's a disconnection for me where it, it can't just be about whether or not, you know, you can bring Scarlet or not, or you can do the same entrance like you were doing with NXT. Like it feels like it's got to be more than just that for them to say like, okay, well, this is not the spot that you're going to be and end up doing with, uh, 
with a Wardlow. And I do think that W. Morrissey benefited a whole lot more from that than yeah. uh, Cross would have because W. Morrissey, sure. like you said, he's got to kind of go out there and prove, hey, I'm a good boy. I can, you know, do this and be trustworthy for a company. And like you said, there hasn't been anything. Knocked it out of the park, too. He did Exactly. Great. He did. He did a great job. Uh, and, and, and you have to think about this, too, because W. Morrissey, you know, he's a big guy. That's part of, you know, who he is. And for him to go out there and we know that he's Wardlow is going to be the one to get put over. That is kind of you. You have to take that into consideration, too, that he was willing to to go out there and do that when let's be real he didn't really have to he could have just you know stay and protected his aura over an impact wrestling but you know he got something a little extra from going out there and doing the whole ordeal with Wardlow and I so I'm curious to see what they'll do if Cross does eventually end up coming into AEW it, it does kind of feel like I, I'm I'm still along the lines where there's just so much talent right now on AEW that I feel like it's going to continue to be this thing where you see guys come in and you see them get these opportunities for maybe a couple of weeks, but then you don't see them afterwards or you see them in and out. And there's still so many guys that I feel like I want to see uh, a big focus on. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of the fans, myself included, I'm guilty of this. I feel like we've been conditioned to sure. expect all of these surprises and all of these new names and all of that. I remember when, uh, for just a couple weeks ago, when they did the women's, uh, the women's to the Owen Hart, uh, but for the women, uh, the Owen Hart Cup for the women. And when Maki Ito came in, I remember seeing a bunch of people saying like, oh, this wasn't that big of a surprise, this and that, because, you know, she was already with the company, blah, blah, blah. And people were expecting a brand new person that they hadn't seen. And Maki Ito did a phenomenal job and everything yeah. that went down that night was great. But at the end of the day, people were conditioned. I said it again, at the end of the day, people are conditioned to expect a new surprise because that's what we've been getting from AEW. So it's hard to say, yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at here. I think people are conditioned sure. to the surprises. And I have people saying, oh, but he works control your narrative. Listen, among promoters, that doesn't have nearly the stain that it does with a lot of fans. Big Demo worked control your narrative. And he's been completely unproblematic and appeared on AEW last week. Uh, Eric Redbeard, Eric Rowan worked control your narrative. Nobody dislikes him. Everybody likes everybody likes him. Uh, Fandango worked it. Like it just doesn't have that stink with promoters that it does with with fans. But it could have the stink with the fans, yes. And sure. I don't necessarily disagree with the fans that might feel because yeah, we know what the values are based on what we've seen. From that, from control your narrative, of it, it's one of those things where you're like, I don't want to be associated with that. Yes. And so when people say like, I'm cool with being associated with them, that's where there's an issue. So just to, oh, you know what? I'll give you a little scoopsy here. Okay. And you already knew, well, you already knew this, but I had an opportunity to interview somebody, a big, that oh, would have yeah. been a pretty good interview for me. Um, they were not promoting Control Your Narrative. They were going to promote something else. And yeah. the publicist reached out to me because the publicist is a good friend of mine and said, hey, would you, uh, I'm not going to say the person's name that I was going to interview. Would you interview this person? And by any other, I've interviewed this person before when they were working for a different company and it was perfectly fine. But now with their association, of control your narrative and also some of the things that were put out there on social media, I knew this wasn't going to be a good idea. They, and I told the publicist that, look, dude, I'm sorry, but I don't want to do this interview because at the end of the day, control your narrative is going to come up and I'm going to have to be the person that is going to, you know, yeah, I'm going to have to give them a the, platform. That's why I don't do the weekly things that I was doing with EC3. Like he's a guy that I had been friends with for years prior, but Yes. It's like when when there are those those issues arising. But as far as promoters go, promoters are still booking people that are on those shows. I mean, that's, right. that's the reality of the situation. And uh, I mean, this person did go on to do another interview and it didn't go so well. In fact, it was kind go. of buzzing on the Internet for a while. And I messaged you and I was like, dude, that would have been me. That would have been me sitting in a chair looking all like frightened and shit as someone's going off and, you know, sharing their thoughts. And at the end of the day, though, added as an interviewer, you yeah. have to let the person speak their truth although i mean the way that i used to be it was i'll interview anybody i'll give them the opportunity but i'll challenge them on it and then i had one of those interviews that where i challenged them on it they just they didn't accept any responsibility and i was just like I, on the air i was like you're a piece of trash 
Like you're you're bad. You're not a Did good person. Did you up? No, it's no. You took it down. It was no. It was it was Alberto. I I, I don't hesitate. Um, I won't hesitate to tell you, but he was like he was victim blaming hard, and I was like, man, you're a shitty person. Like you're not a good person. And um, obviously, he wasn't happy with that. And I wasn't going to run that. I was like, maybe he's apologizing. Maybe that's the situation. Oh no, it was something completely different. And. I was like, I'm not, I'm not platforming you as a result. Like that's, yeah, that's you it. would have been blamed for that. Sure. And I'm like, I wasn't even going to platform me saying that to him either. Like, no, you're not, you're not getting unfightful. That's, that's just it. Richard says the question just wanted. Uh-oh. Wanted. I know you meant wanted, oh. but no, you wanted. He, he wanted. He wanked it. We were talking about wangs earlier. There we were. It says, you guys rock. Thank you for all the wonderful content you produce and keep up the great work. Thank you so much. The positive always outweighs the negative. Um, speaking of, definitely our, our love sent to those affected by the tragedy yesterday. The type of stuff definitely changes my outlook on, on my approach to a lot of things. And the positive yeah, outweighs. got mad at you for that. <laughs> they, you know what? They can be. There are far... <laughs> for far more important things to worry about than Twitter bullshit. Yeah. And I'm taking that into consideration now because yeah. there's a lot of people that, that are in a lot worse situations and they, they wish that my worst situation was their best situation. And uh, I shouldn't take that for granted. And I won't take people like Richard for granted. That's for sure. Chris says, I love watching live at theaters. Next best thing to watching live. I got to try it at some point. I just got to try it. Rangers Mayhem says, what do you think the possibility of Joe winning tonight, but he gets taken out by lethal at double or nothing? Cole is celebrating that he won the Owen. But one of the Tonys come up and say they have a replacement, which would be a surprise signing. No, I think the the finals have to be straight up. I think for this Owen tourney, you have to have straight up finals. You can't have some shenanigans or anything like that, Denise, because of Owen. The respect for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The respect in the name, the respect in the tournament. That's why you saw uh, Dax and Cash go at it and do their thing in a respectable manner. Guys, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. It'd be greatly appreciated. East says, well, if it isn't Denise Salsa Doe and Sean Rose app. Can't wait to see Wyndham back in any way. Limbo ain't a place for a soul like his. I think he's taking his time. I, for one, I like that you got guys like Johnny and Cesaro and Candace and uh, Bray that are like, you know, I'm not going to pop up when the 90 is, uh, is up. I'm going to pop up on my own schedule. We'll see whenever that happens. Andrew the Giant says there's so many people like Cross that are perfect for WWE. I'm interested to see the first person released who comes back. I think they, if they signed he and Scarlett and, and gave them a fair shake, I think they could do great there. There is still so much that they didn't get to do on NXT. And I know you briefly mentioned some of the stuff that Cross was doing. And everything that he was doing with Samoa Joe, I was a fan of. It was just unfortunate that at the time that they were doing this stuff with Cross and Samoa Joe, they were also doing this stuff with Cross on the main roster. And that affected that storyline. But he was... I was a fan of him for a you know a large portion of what he did on NXT. It was just the main roster stuff that unfortunately when you when you give a guy that whole gimmick, it's just not it's not gonna work out. Uh Luke says, have you seen the reports about GCW faking COVID tests? I haven't. Um, I don't know anything about that. I'll ask about it, but um yeah, I'll I'll take a look. But I mean I pretty sure that at this point they could probably just get away with not uh not covid testing vincent but i'll definitely follow up about that i'll ask brett about it for sure uh vincent says uh, per- personally i think you should just blame denise though i think it's her personally faking them damn vincent, i'll tell you I, I didn't need to take one i didn't take one before the clusterfuck and yeah i i took one before coming to dallas but i didn't have to for any particular show Vincent says, I haven't watched wrestling in months because of life, but catch up with Fightful. We'll be jumping back on wrestling this week with Double or Nothing. I think they're going to add more to Double or Nothing tonight. I think we're getting more matches, Denise. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's already like nine or ten. There's, I think, eleven, isn't there? Whew. Boy, I think Paige Am I Van counting Zandt's, extra matches? I think Paige Van Zandt's going to get added. I think we're going to see her debut. There's ten right now, including two pre-show matches. Uh, but I think that 
page will get added. Chris says, seven days ago, Sean, where's the forbidden door card WTF? Today, where's the forbidden door card WTF? Remember ROH New Japan issues? Are we really getting big ones? I think the issues between Ring of Honor and New Japan were that Ring of Honor benefited a lot more than New Japan. So why, like, they didn't have any leverage in saying, our top stars need to go over your top stars. They, New Japan was whipping that ass all the time. Um, you still got Dominion coming up. You still got Double or Nothing. There are two big shows in between Forbidden Door, so you don't necessarily got to... Damn, we got a month till... We got a month till Forbidden Door. Yeah, so we still got a, a quite quite a bit of time. Not really. We got to hustle, man. We got to make really. some matches. A Chris month, says, bro, a month. I'd love to see Cross continuing a feud with Joe. That would make sense, at least do a one-off there, but... Um, we can do it and do it right, finally. And if you guys want to do it right, do it with NordVPN.com slash Fightful, the fastest VPN in the world. Hey, big pay-per-view this weekend. Big UFC pay-per-view coming up as well. You can subscribe to some overseas services and get that much cheaper with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Get a great deal, an additional month for free, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Again, you can use NordVPN.com slash Fightful or the code Fightful and get this awesome deal. They also have threat protection. Block online trackers, block hackers, block annoying pop-up ads, and malware with NordVPN. Avoid price discrimination. Denise was talking about how expensive those flights were. If you've been shopping around for flights or other things, uh, a lot of times your cookies can cause those prices to shoot through the roof when you come back. NordVPN.com slash Fightful helps you avoid that. Not only that, you get access to a lot of overseas services that you wouldn't get otherwise. If maybe you miss WWE Network, you can subscribe to that from another country. You can uh, subscribe to, I mean, we got great TV here in America. If you're abroad, you can subscribe to American TV services as well and get access to those shows. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. They've made an incredible investment in us throughout the remainder of the year. Check them out. I use this every single day. I'm going to use it this weekend for some programming. Check them out, nordvpn.com slash Fightful. Hit them up at NordVPN on Twitter. Let them know you heard about them from us. It would mean an awful lot. Alex Diaz says, do you think Roxanne Perez and Cora get called up soon to the main roster with Sasha and Naomi, uh, this situation unfolding, or one of them be NXT champions soon? I don't look at any rhyme or reason for how and why people get called up, Denise. I give up. Yeah. I feel like you no can't reason. predict it anymore. You can't. I've been predicting Caden and Casey for three years and they're, they're not up there. And now I think I, at some point the prediction expires. Yeah. And now uh, like it seems like it would make a lot of sense, but that's not what it's about though. It's not yeah, about it making sense. It isn't about making it's, sense. Everything's it on is. a whim. It is. Everything is on a whim. Uh, but yeah, I think that we could see some call-ups. I think we'll see some NXT teams. Oscar says, hi, y'all. What's the match you all are most excited to see on Forbidden Door from a realistic perspective, excluding injuries, uh, Ray Phoenix doing AAA, et cetera? I want to see Okada and a top star. I really, Brian really, Danielson. I think it has to be Brian Danielson. That's been my pick. That's what I, that's what I want to see the most. It's got to happen. I, I want this to be marquee matches, at least a couple marquee matches that you maybe felt like you'd never see in a million years and you're finally getting this yeah. opportunity to see it because that's what people are excited for. People want to see things they didn't really think were possible and were just a, a, like a dream matchup. Chuck Vick says, worst feud in WWE or NXT. My vote is for Gacy and Breaker. Uh, Gacy and Breaker, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's Gacy and Breaker, 100%. Uh, for AEW, I got to agree. Deeb and Rosa, although Scorpio Sky and Sammy Guevara is getting there. It's real bad now. It went from it went from like eh to really good, I thought, to just oh my every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At US Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and community safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
God end this bullshit already. I am so ready for it to end. I but, think it's more so men of the year and uh, Sammy versus yeah. uh, Deeb and Rosa. Yeah. Because I like Serena Deeb's promo. I know she got, I know some people didn't like it. I did. I did. I liked it. Uh, Joe Gacy and Braun Breaker has been god awful. Um, it's been bad. Every single week it's gotten to the point where I'm like, what are they doing? It can't get any worse. And then the following week it gets worse. We got Andrew saying any word on number of Hell in a Cell matches. I would say two. That's usually what they they keep it at is two. Kieran, any reason why AEW pay-per-views on Sundays instead of Saturdays now? Just started a new job that requires me to get up early and I'll miss out on watching Double or Nothing live, which sucks. I wish I had an answer for you. I thought the new wave was Saturday in the spring, in the summer, when you don't have college football and you don't have NFL uh, and all that stuff to compete with. I think Saturdays is the right move. Um, I don't have a reason for this. Have you happened to heard anything? Do you know say, any have mentality? they been doing all of them on Sundays? I mean, I've been going to them, but I clearly haven't been paying attention to the dates. Have they been all on Sunday? Let me look at when Revolution Because was. I was thinking maybe Saturday. I don't know if maybe it's a venue thing for Las Vegas. You know, so much going down. I don't yeah. know if they're running another event. Revolution was on Sunday too. Like, oh, run. Okay. <sighs> like, I'm there, but I, I just don't remember <laughs> It's all so a blur should, to me. I love that WWE. I love that WWE is doing more Saturdays. I think they should do more Saturdays. That's that's just a more convenient night for people to do stuff. Yeah, because Sundays, personally for me, are the days where I just don't want to do anything and relax and clean my house and run my errands to get ready for the week for the weekend. But when you have shows on Sunday, it, it's like, oh, I got to work today. And like, I don't know why WWE doesn't do more matinee shows for house shows. Like if like for Sundays, like do it at two or three or something like that. I would much rather go to a WDB show from like one to three in the afternoon on a Sunday than like seven at night. And I think that they should experiment with pay-per-views like that too. Like see how that works on a Sunday afternoon. Maybe it'll, or maybe a special event or something like that. Like 3 p.m. Eastern time or Pacific time? Either one. Okay, well, because I think for for us, our pay-per-views already start at that time. Like, 4.35 is where I'm watching yeah. pay-per-views. Wrestling Riggle says Double or Nothing will be my first AEW pape. My last pay-per-view was 1997. Looking forward to it. Should be a great one. Thanks for the awesome content. Well, thanks for coming along. We appreciate you a bunch. But um, I'm it's, curious. It's, what made this be his first pay-per-view back since 1997? Yeah. That's, that's a pretty big gap. I would I would love to find out. I was and, I mean, two. 97 was such a great year. My God, such a such a blast of a year, but we're having a yeah, good year too. here. No, having a I'm good year here, guys. We're keeping this party rolling on Fightful Select. Denise earning that time and a half. Come on, gonna, bring it. We got a good 10-minute list goes on show, uh, and we're going to give her her time and a half anyway. But we're going to finish up these Super Chats and Humper Chats. Get them in for tonight's AEW show. Joel said it also doesn't help that you do them on Sundays and the show isn't over till midnight. Oh, and that's the thing about the scrums. Let me tell you how excited I am, Denise, to not be leaving the scrum after having nothing but arena food at 2 a.m. and hoping there's a pizza place. Like I get really lucky that we got people like like Demon Diva and Cher Delaware who aren't at the scrums and they're like, oh, we ordered a pizza for like will and me and a bunch of other people not you you weren't invited i'm never enjoy. invited i have no friends you, like, you were fightful fightful is all a club of its own i just pop in here and there if. i'm the cameo person i'm as not like if. auntie nobody ever sees at the family parties okay that i feel so true. left out that is not true yes it is true no it's not true i'm never invited to nothing you're invited to to watch double or nothing at my house this weekend Oh yeah, thanks for the for the two day before the event invite. Chris says, I just wanted to say I love how listening to girls just like chatting with friends. I think Denise and I would have a good show with no format. I think that we really would. Uh, we should I do did. a morning show and just talk about other things. That's that's uh, you know I've entertained that idea multiple times, uh, but. Also, I want to mention StarCast making a lot of announcements. Uh, Johnny's announced for that. Ric Flair's match. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff announced for that. Uh, happy birthday, Roman Reigns. Today's the big birthday? dogs. I think so. At least I saw it on Twitter. If it's not, who gives a shit? I don't fact check. 
Uh, oh but, man you know someone's gonna clip that out and be like proof that sean's yeah, yeah, yeah. boots are bs oh yeah it's his birthday today he's turning 37 years old or happy birthday to him he's still got a lot of years in his prime we wrap up with dennis dirty work saying love the double or nothing main event not being a foregone conclusion between puck and hangman which winner makes the most sense for the rest of the year love to you both I think CM Punk does. I think that's how you get some more buzz. You can start a new story with Hangman Page, a new redemption story even. Um, I think there's a lot going on there. What do you think? I'm sorry, what was the question? Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you never pay attention. Between Punk and Hangman, which winner makes more sense? CM Punk, sorry. Like, I heard it, but I wasn't like, here. sorry. If you want the party to keep rolling, guys, head over to FightfulSelect.com. I got early access to our interview. Um, look at this. Sean, y'all made Sasha Stans attack Alexis Bliss on her comments in Naomi and Sahababal. Buddy, we don't make anybody do anything. You, if you are a functional, normal human being, take responsible for your own bullshit that you say. Stop blaming, eh, the, the media made me do it. No, you get to decipher this stuff, and you get to decide what comes out of your own mouth. You get to decide what you type on the internet. You get to decide the way that you want to treat other people. Stop blaming other people when you or other people treat humans like shit. Stop blaming other people. It's fucking stupid. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. We would greatly appreciate it. Denise, get your plugs in. I'm innocent. Let me just say this. I'm innocent. I'm innocent. I'm it. innocent. Be um, responsible. Be a, be a compassionate, normal fucking human being. I'm so sick of this bullshit. Go ahead, Denise. Ditto. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo, where you will get no media scrubs. I don't know what you're getting on there no more. I'll just pop in and make a video saying hi. I love you guys. Thank you all so much. Again, spend time. Appreciate the ones that love you and support you. Let's head over to FightfulSelect.com. Until next time, we're out.